music, athletics, arts, and entertainment. The Desert Tiger Podcast with Colton Geschwader. The music business is a fickle mistress. Many can hear her call, but they all end up reacting to her in different ways. Some are just fine dancing to her tunes in private or in a club, but many need more. Whether it's plucking some strings in your basement, playing in a band as a pastime with some friends, or packing up a pillow, your instruments, your hopes and dreams, and hitting the open road with them. Some people don't really decide how much they actually want for music until they've been playing for years, sometimes even decades, while others know exactly what they want and dive right into the waters, chasing after something they've dreamed about day and night since they can remember. Sometimes this ends up bringing people together before they themselves actually even ever meet. Music can lead people to change their living situations, which country they live in, their career paths, hell, their entire lives, to chase the feeling of expressing oneself through song. Chief State has been brought together through various reasons and means. What started out as a cross-country email and a Kijiji ad has quickly grown into much more than characters on a screen. An idea was set forward, and it took some time to begin building, but in the short time they've been at it, they've been consistently working towards presenting heartfelt, emotion, and energy-filled pop-punk. With their debut EP, I Just Need Time, as well as their second EP, which features B-sides from that EP, multiple music videos, touring across Canada and the United Kingdom, and creative merchandise ideas such as a sexy band calendar that you should definitely go pick up for your 2018 year. Chief State is quickly building buzz about their style of alternative, rain-inspired punk rock. Everyone knows that feeling of sending an email or a message, hoping that the person on the other side is actually who they say they are, let alone someone who is willing to chase a dream across an ocean and hit the ground running with drive and passion. This is episode 15 of the Desert Tiger podcast, and as always, I am your host, Colton Geschwantner. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you're having a fantastic day. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, whatever you're listening on, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, we're so thankful that you tuned in, and we hope that you hit the subscribe button and rate and review the show. Our guest today is Chief State from Vancouver, British Columbia. You're going to find out that some of the members are from various other places, but Vancouver is where Chief State calls home. And before we get to our interview with Chief State, as always, you know we love to kick things off with a little bit of music. So why not turn it up? Because we're about to play a little bit of Chief State for you. This is one off their B-Sides EP. I just need some more time. 
This is Bridges.
All right, so introduce yourselves and what do you play in the band? Okay, my name is Fraser and I do the singing in the band. My name's Nick and I play guitar and also do the singing in the band. My name is Chris and I do the drums. Okay. And nothing else. And uh, we are missing two other people. One of them may join us. At some point. One of them may rotate in at some point, and that's perfectly okay. Cool. Alright, so how did you all end up meeting? Like, did you guys play in bands together before? <laughs> or? So this is super she's fucking she's weird. She's so, like, <laughs> when we can spur, yeah, we probably. Oh, man. Probably. We, I was gonna say, we're just talking about talk Yeah, <laughs> shit. Okay, uh, so I um, was, like, in the, the last little bit of high school, and I was just looking for, like, a project to like play drums in. I was supposed to go to like jazz school and I was all like, okay, maybe this will be good to like kind of fuse my two interests. And then I saw that Fraser had just posted like an ad on Craigslist. Lonely Hearts. Like, Lonely yeah, Lonely Hearts. Yeah. Also course. known as the Vancouver Musicians section. <laughs> in all fairness. Yeah, in all fairness. In all fairness. <laughs> but uh yeah, so we just did that and um, I messaged him, he was looking for a drummer, or, like basically any band member he wanted to sing I listened to his stuff it was pretty cool he's like yeah I'm moving in this was I think April or May this, yeah I like I was still in Japan at the time like I knew but I was going to be moving to Vancouver in September mm-hmm. so I was like well I've missed out in a band so I'm just going to spend my time in Vancouver picking that up again so I just started early by the time I got here we had like five members yeah granted <laughs> we had five members we practiced a few times and then just people just dropped off and that project didn't work out yeah. um, and then I think we got down to a three piece and we were like oh we'll just do some covers or whatever and then we'll pick up members and then that didn't work out and then it, it just came down to me and Nick and we were like we need to sort this out and so we just we filled everybody up Chris was the first one to join I think which was super weird because my old band played with like Chris's old band I was like wait why is why does this guy want to join our band this is super yeah, weird what's going weird, on like we just basically picked off other bands and for a while we were like a Vancouver super group because we had like three or four different bands <laughs> like that were still but, going yeah, but they yeah. were also playing in Chief State yeah. um, and, and finally I guess oh, like a couple of months ago, we we have a solid five lineup now. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, nice yeah. finally. Yeah, there's uh there's one right here actually. One over here. Yeah, okay. you might have to move your laptop, laptop a little bit. That's fine. But I guess as long as she's going. We're in the center yeah. of town. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Have you just name drop? It? Oh my god! I'm so sorry, but like, I'm definitely just like. Oh yeah, you just clocked it. Oh my god! Well, it's okay. I mean. Chris was in this side of town. Yeah. Still is. Technically. <laughs> Technically. Technically, you're not done yet. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like... I won one of your contests for a free shirt. Actually. No way. No. Do you still have it? Yeah, it's the blue tank that says... Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, the lyric tank. Oh, my God, look at that. Oh, my God. We have just found something up. When was that? What year was that? It was like 13, 12, or something like that. Like, like this post and we'll like sh- send you something if you win. So I like liked it and shared it. And all of a sudden, I was oh like, yeah, God. you won. And now you're sat next to him. It's a dream come true. Oh my God. I didn't even. <laughs> Who would have ever known? Man, no. No. She, planned, she planned it way back then, right? Oh <laughs> the thing with Chris's like old band though is like I was definitely like. 14 and like starting to get into local music, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh cool, like this side of town. 
And then, like, you know, <laughs> I just always see them, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, they're going, like, on tour in the States, this is so cool. What? And then, like, yeah. we started, like, playing shows together, like, when I was a little older, I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, when he messaged Fraser, he was like, yeah, Chris Cavanaugh. And I was like, wait a second. That name sounds really familiar. And I was like, that's definitely the really fucking tall guy in this side of town that plays the drums. Why does he, like, sure, I mean, sure, I'm down. Like, yeah. let's see how it works. And, like, first practice, it was like, you just, like, knew everything. It was, like, you were tight. And we were just, that's like, true. Like, the first yeah. practice we had, like, with you. What did we, we even, like, I can't remember. It was kind of a no, jam. No, yeah, no, 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 because yeah, I think he said he had sent you what demos we had. And yeah, and you right. were just like, and you, you just kind of like learned like whatever the MIDI was and we're like, oh, yeah, what shit, was it? I think, was it good? Things? Apathy. It was, no, it was Apathy, uh, Fighting. Fighting, yeah, fight. Fight. Apathy, and, and Fighting. And we played him straight through and we were like, I think I might have been it. Because like, we had <laughs> a couple of I think we tried out probably good things. But then, like, we ended up recording it and then just releasing it, like, a couple... Yeah, basically... It was basically within, like, two months, yeah. It yeah. Was, that was all pretty quick. I think it was, like, summer to, like, fall. Yeah. And we were just, like... We're... we're that's just, it. We're nearly on our one-year anniversary since we formed and, like, started as an official band. We yeah, did. you released your first single November 25th of 2016? Something like that. Yeah, it, it was, was right before your birthday, yeah, yeah, right yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24th, I think. Right okay. Right before my birthday. Okay, um, so were you joined the band like just before that, or um, the yeah, first time months. that I it was like it August. was I think it was August, yeah, yeah August twenty sixteen was when like I started emailing him. Okay, and then shortly after that we jammed, and then it kind of just went from there. So it was like August sort of to I think cool. we filmed in like early or mid October too for that video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, it was yeah, basically, October, yeah, it was October. like, it was, yeah, it was like two months until like we started like filming that and then it was just like, okay, we had it and then we waited for a couple weeks too until we uploaded it. So it was like, yeah, it was probably a good, pretty accurate time. I would say. So it was like two months. We're like, okay, cool. We're going to do this film. Go. That's what I fucking yeah. loved. It was always like from day one. It was just like, go, 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 yeah. go. Like, compared lot, to my old things, it was like, yeah, mm. yeah sometimes for a year. having that like motivation behind you and that fire is just yeah. you have to it have really, it I think like for to really yeah to optimize your <coughs> opportunities for success well it's especially <coughs> if you're trying to go anywhere with it it's something that I've discussed with a lot of other bands before where it's something where a lot of old members and sometimes you lose people because let's face it some people are good at playing in the local scene and doing it as a hobby and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you get by creatively that's fantastic but like being on the road and like actually recording writing trying to tour trying to make music video it's like that's actually like you have to go for it you actually have to go like put your effort in and if you're not putting in your 20 percent your 25 percent whatever it is what are you doing right like it's yeah. a, it separates the men from the boys. I think really. the, those bands that like kind of stay, like the hometown bands, are just as important too because you kind of you're providing that community for those bands to kind of well, the scene have someone to, to yeah, yeah. It has to exist for people exactly. to flourish outside of it, right? And recently, it's been like, especially Vancouver, like I think it was it was pretty big when Chris's old band was kind of like just coming into it, right? There was you know you get a couple hundred kids out, and then 
kind of as those bands that around that era, you know, they naturally, if nothing happens, kind of people start losing interest. Yeah, and it's whatever. Of course, especially. But yeah, that's recently, pretty much, that's pretty much where we were. Yeah, like when we started, it's like dead. all these bands were falling apart. You say that your band, your other band, just broke up yesterday. Well, yeah. no, 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 I know, I know, I know, which is funny. But like, well, yeah, my other band came into a super weird like scene where it was just like there like were kids coming out, but they're like weren't kids and like liking kind of our music isn't like necessarily cool anymore it's kind of like a, oh you listen to like punk music like oh, you're, you're like you're right. a weirdo right that's that's kind mm-hmm. of what kids are I'm like that's what it was when i was growing up it was like okay like whatever like be like katie Perry or like some like weird pop mm-hmm. artist which is cool definitely but in terms of like someone growing up like liking punk and liking hardcore and metal and stuff like that it was like it wasn't really like necessarily cool like it wasn't like the 90s or kind of mm-hmm. a little bit after that so now we're actually seeing more kids are coming out and it's kind of it's it's, it's coming back it was a little it's wave a little more of a resurgence yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's flowing a little more which is nice it died down let's say around oh eight there's reasons for that but <laughs> yeah. yeah this is it is it's really it's in reality it's like just like the political sense in the world didn't need the bands quite as much so like the people became less involved with a lot of like the causes that were going on and they just seemed to lose interest in the scene and the bands that were involved and they started to like grow out of it it's like people grow up whatever but it's it is it's you shouldn't lose that like part of growing up like you shouldn't sacrifice the things that you love and you enjoy right for sure yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a resurgence happening. I feel like yeah, last no, night's show was packed. It was awesome. The there room was, was full. And mm-hmm. It was really good. And like, I don't even think our EP really had mm-hmm. that many people. No, we didn't. We did. We had a good probably like 20, 20 25 less yeah, less at the EP show. So like, I mean, in a, in a super small venue, like twenty five people is like a lot. You know, that's gonna, yeah, that's going to be a significant fraction of that. So like, just the fact that it was kind of that more packed and there was that much less space and it was just like yeah. I don't know, playing out was cool because, like, it was just, like, a dense sea rather than just, like, you know, we like played shows where it's, like, five like, people, people in the front and you're just, like, and then a bunch of people in the back yeah. and, like, yeah. it's just, like... That space in, in a room can can really change it, but... Oh, definitely. The venue we played is 333 and, like, we, we love that place because it's so... Compact, like, it's, it's yeah. It's a small room, um, probably 200 cap and, like... It, like squeezed yeah like and 40 people in that place makes it look okay there's a lot of people here but like we had I f- maybe 150 and you're like and you're like yeah, yeah. yeah. it's we hard had, to we get have around. about 100 and, 110 or something in last night yeah okay. and it was packed yeah mm-hmm. uh, but then like we've seen shows here where it's like God knows how many people are inside. Living and with lions, that oh, that was crazy. Yeah, living with lions there. Yeah, and like it was. Oh man, I don't think like we managed to squeeze through the door and like to the bar area, and then we came back and we were just like we were just stuck. And we were like, just stuck, and like we couldn't do anything. Feet weren't touching the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and like especially when like people are clearing out for oh a pit, and like everyone just like slams back because they're not into that, and you're just like, what is going on? I can't breathe anymore. Yeah. It's a good venue. It is. Yeah, it's, those guys are super sweet. I played with them twice. Yeah, awesome guys. Nice. We went when we were in England, which this blew my mind because I I never really heard of Living with Lions coming from England. They're not big out there, and I think they're relatively well known on this continent. Yeah, Yeah. but 
still not one of those huge artists. No. And we went to uh, England and was, we played with a band. And a they side project s- of most of the members, so yeah, yeah they don't but like put a lot of time. But like it, in general, even like back like whatever ten years ago mm-hmm. when they were like yeah. when, when yeah they, when, when like, they first hit the scene, like they came out like on fire. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like mm-hmm. back then, like even you know Fraser would have been. Kind of, you would have been into that ish. Yeah, same. And like you had, but like it was, it blew my mind because like that band, they must be the only people in England, or one of, you know, yeah. like five people out of maybe a hundred in England that know of this band. We end, we ended up playing a show with them, and we got to their house, and they just had like signed um, photos, like. Uh, framed on their walls and we're like mm. that's living with lions yeah from Vancouver Vancouver mm-hmm. yeah and we're saying how has this happened yeah. <laughs> yeah. which so is super well. cool that like just I don't know it's kind of carried over you know yeah, yeah. They, they love that band yeah no they're an amazing band they put together sure. a lot of good work so for sure yeah we we kind of hoping I know they've got a new album coming out they they recorded it being mixed last time I spoke to any of them like they had uh, they were just working on mixes I really hope that gets put out soon and that um, they start playing shows again Lauren is currently touring with Comeback Kid yeah, yeah, yeah see yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Bi- the biggest like thing with that band is like like Comeback Kid mm-hmm. is, is always going to be number one I was one. supposed to interview Jeremy of Comeback Kid in October but then I ended up moving so oh, I'm shit. actually trying to reschedule yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, the Vancouver guys from CBK onto the show. That'd be, that'd be yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Good show. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you guys were working on a music video today. How exciting yeah. is that? Yeah. It's cool. Good. Are you, uh, who are you working with on that? Are you guys doing it yourself? Working with somebody local? We're working with uh, a friend of ours. Um, he is the ex-singer of Calling All Captains, and he's going into music videos, so... Oh, really? Yeah, so that's uh, Mike, and obviously we, we toured with Calling All Captains twice, so the moment he decided that he wanted to, you know, start doing music videos, he hit us up, and we were at a time where we were like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we really need new music videos for these new singles that we're going to drop, but we have no money. And, you know, mm. it just kind of fell into place really nicely because we can work out a deal between us because we're all friends that sort of thing and um, it's looking really good he didn't mention that that was what he was getting into because I went and saw the show that they played in Edmonton with really? Silverstein and oh yeah there, yeah I actually went and interviewed them that evening oh wow the rest, I don't <laughs> think the rest of his, ba- his ex-band know that he was coming out to film us either he told me he was coming out here, and he told me he was yeah, helping that's with a, the music video, yeah. but he didn't say anything he specific was boss about man, it. You know? He's yeah. boss man, yeah. He's, <laughs> I, he's, he, was, he was playing possum about it. He was. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's branding it, and he's going to sort all that stuff out. Which is cool. And like from the stuff that we were seeing today, like he's he's really good at it. He's got an eye for it, and like the shots he, he was getting was, were all really cool. That's really so. good. And yeah, that was one of the biggest swingers for me, because it was like... He's been in a band for three years. He loves the music we love. He knows exactly. He spends God knows how much of his life watching music videos from all of these bands that we love. Yeah. Like, we knew that he would know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely like something reassuring because like I know in the past we've definitely kind of like these you know great filmmakers, but like do they really necessarily know exactly? 
kind of the fine mm-hmm. details, which you would only sure. really get if you watch something. Your genre yeah. is something that's specific, and you're trying to portray a certain energy and a certain tone, and... Definitely. Sure. That's, that's if you hand that into somebody that generally does rap or a pop music video, they well, might not present you properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, our videos, honestly, our videos came out really well, looked like, awesome. But, like, there were definitely things where, like, hey, maybe we would have liked this a little bit, but, like, you know, unless you were, like, controlling it and you knew exactly, like, what you were going for there, that matched up with and it's, what it's we were like going for. And it's, like, his artistic vision's a little bit different than yeah. you guys, exactly. right? So yeah. for him, maybe that popped the right way, where you guys were maybe expecting something a little bit different. I think I always felt really happy with a lot of the editing from yeah, the last definitely. videos we did. Um, the biggest worry for me was always the, uh, the, the camera guys, because, like, Particularly, they were not into music or our music. And yeah, it was very much like they were a person that knows how to really was, work this camera, camera and like get the best angles, yeah. which like was it's awesome. Good. We look great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We will never look better. And uh, but then there's I don't know. There's just certain things. But, but if they don't have their heart in it, they're not exactly. yeah. going to get a shot That's, as they possibly yeah. could, yeah. right? And we know like Mike is like genuinely probably yeah. like stoked on like what we're doing and the music mm-hmm. we're putting out, and like For he's sure. also a good friend. Yeah. So it's not like if he asks us to do something, we're like, and that's it. Oh, and it's sure, like you know? it works out really well for him yeah. too because like he's starting this up straight away. He's got two music videos. We're doing another one tomorrow as well. Oh, you're so doing two? Yeah. yeah, he'll have another. Well, he's here. Yeah. Immediately, you know, like people will see our videos, and if they like them, they see that it's his name on it. And I might need to talk to him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I'm well, sure. I was I'm writing sure music music videos it, back yeah. in Sask. So. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was writing like scene music videos for Alien. Oh, that would like, be nice. I have like, <laughs> I have, like <laughs> themed videos, like where Alien was gonna be wrestlers. Alien was gonna be like. <laughs> we we had. A- Actually, no, we were actually it. gonna. We were gonna. Oh no 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 no! no, no. We, can't, we, we can't. We had a great we idea today, and we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! The, the the one reason why I would like to be signed one day is so that we can have a budget given to us to make this music. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna hold on to that one. Cross our lucky stars. Maybe, and, maybe uh, we can talk about it after. Yeah. And we might be able to find a way to make it more budget worthy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, because we like I, I looked into a way to like rent a school, and we were gonna get like a six-year-old guy to like nice. go through like high school classes, and we were gonna like because we we're like older people playing pop punk. Yeah. Uh, everybody yeah. said we were past our prime. Oh. So like my my idea was was just like we're gonna put this guy in high school, and he's gonna be past his prime, and we're gonna have like high school kids like. Bullying this sixty-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. That's good. But no, you ours was definitely. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> I'm actually like I'm thinking I might sell my wrestling music video idea to um, Storm the Wall. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. White Chocolate yeah. Thunder. Because White Chocolate Thunder, like yeah. really big wrestling guys. I love those guys. And I was actually like, I actually have a video written for Alien to one of their songs, where it's like the Defenders of Pop Punk. Uh, first, oh. like the coalition of top forty. Oh. No, so it's gonna be like a, a the pop, the punk band versus like hey, a, we can a still team. Change of our like, plan for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like versus a team of like one guy's a rapper, one guy's a DJ, and like I already have like names. Like the DJ is gonna be like not without my laptop and. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah no, that would be cool. I feel yeah, like dude, the White like, Chocolate Thunder guys, that would be right up there. Street. Yeah, exactly. So, I, like, I messaged them and told them, like, I have a wrestling music video idea. Like, message me as soon as you guys have your next single. Like, yeah. Last yeah. was really good. <laughs> It was, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. When they just dropped. Yeah, Storm the Wall actually shot that for them. Yeah, we saw, well, I mean, Which we, is, know, we know that was their first video. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, Wait, great. Okay, cool, it cool, looked, cool. It looked, you know, really good. Um, what was the one they did as well? Did they shoot the Bellevue one? No, they didn't shoot the. Oh, some no. other guys shot the. But like, it looked it Bellevue looked like one. the Bellevue video, which was like also like just two good videos. I think I think that cool. he probably helped them a little bit on the idea and the concept of everything, like creatively. But it's it is they did a really good job. Yeah, that. like it was awesome. They represented WCT very well. Yeah. So well, it's good to see like Western Canada like actually have bands coming back and you know. Sure. You know yeah. Oh my god. Definitely. It's actually starting to build a scene. Yeah. And like there's actually a touring community starting to build again. Which is, yeah. And I mean Storm the Wall is definitely helping that out a lot. I know they take a couple bands out which is cool. No, it's it. It's like I'm trying to build out in Kamloops and I'm going to probably start doing like tour promoting and tour planning as well and whatnot. Awesome. <laughs> um, I want to. <laughs> I'm also, going to talk to, I'm also going to talk to the uh, main promoter out there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Drew. Yeah. Okay. I've already, like, talked to him, and, like, he's already, like, hooking me up with, like, interview spaces cool. and whatnot. Cool, so. cool. Good. Yeah, so yeah no, I'm getting set up out there. I'm always, like, glad to see that, just because, at least in Vancouver, it's so weird, because, like, Alberta bands don't necessarily want to come this far because it's like a 12-hour drive minimum, like from Edmonton. You, you have ten from Calgary. You're either going to lose money, or you are. You're just going you're, you're to automatically break even eating. at the start. Like yeah, the gas, especially where it's at right now, is touring, especially as a small band, is ridiculous. Well, yeah, and well, but like, and especially as. Being in Vancouver, like any other bands coming in, they're coming in from the east. We're on the west coast, so they, they really can't come from. I mean, they could come from Victoria, but like coming from east to west, like it's twelve hours just from the border, basically, to get to Vancouver. So yeah. you're automatically just you've you've killed two days of your tour. Yeah. If you play nowhere else, it's in honestly DC. the distances are so wild. Like I'm I'm still blown away <laughs> by like just we didn't even. When we did our Western Canada tour, we didn't even get that far in. We went to Saskatoon, that was mm-hmm. the furthest. Made no dent into the yeah. entire country. But it took Well, once you get to Winnipeg, it's oh, like, from Regina to Winnipeg, six hours. And then it's from, It's like a whole day until, like, Toronto. Well, yeah, and then right? it's a solid 16-hour drive, <laughs> just straight driving from Winnipeg to Ontario. Once you get to the GTA area, you can play, like, seven to ten yeah. different spots. See, that's oh, yeah. what it's like in England. Like, we, we had, like, two, three-hour drives. Yo, we that was that's, awesome. what, that's what the states yeah. is like too, where it's like it's you can awesome. get you wow. can get a state. The eastern US, the western US is a little yeah, yeah a little it's a little more spread out. If you're in the center of the country, get locked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly right. It's like if you're on the coast, it's a lot easier to do it. If you're trying to go through the middle, once again, you're hoping that you're making your gas money. If not, you're putting yeah. some of it on your credit card <laughs> and yeah. working it off when you get home. We've uh, <laughs> thankfully not had to do that. No, is, we haven't. We've, we've been really fortunate. We've broken even pretty well. I think. For the, 
I guess no for the UK like for the we, UK we, we all kind of we but for that we were like if we ever get like anything like if we if we don't get anything out of this band at least we toured the UK that was like our kind of um, and also I, I guess like we all had to pay for our tickets so yeah we well, for and our tickets. For, to be a but band that, that's like even. to no, be I a think, band that's yeah. going to the UK in its first year yeah and to actually say that you guys did decent and it didn't like bankrupt the band and destroy it because that has happened to we came back with so money. many acts yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's like established rock acts that have been signed that have like gone to the UK and it has just killed them no we, we, we all loved it man that was nuts we had a like, great time and like we came, we came back with money, which actually funded this the new recording. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so we also had to put like a little more. I like, mean, we each well, had to pay course. for our own tickets, and we each had to pay yeah. for our own food. But I mean, so that kind of sucks. But we all have day jobs. Yeah, I mean, the so way that like I saw it was like, sure, like we got a plane ticket over there, like return, sure, cool, food. Yeah, that's that's fair. We need to eat, and then like there was a little bit just on like the gear rental and like the van hire because that also adds bill, but like. That was that honestly totaled up to less than it would have been if we had to like get hotels every night and like do oh, this. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Because so we we, yeah, we, we crashed with people the whole crashed. way through. It was awesome. We, every show, like uh, I booked the tour, so every show just put on local bands on it. Yeah. And that worked out really well because obviously there were people who were interested to see Canadian pop punks, uh, pop punk bands like Unsigned as well. I guess it was interesting for for people because like. It doesn't usually happen for people to just fly over and play a bunch of shows. Uh, we also got like the local bands following, and then really fantastically, we were able to sleep at nearly oh, yeah. every band's yeah. place. Like that yeah, we, we you know every city we went into, we had like a house to stay. But even when we didn't, we still had the we still had Guildford, which was really nice. Yeah, that was like any other nights we Guildford, just stayed there. Oh, okay. so from home. Yeah, just, it's a city just outside of London so mm-hmm. we had a couple of shows where we just went back to there mm-hmm. like, we probably slept there almost like a week out of it was the entire like five trip days. it was crazy yeah, five days throughout two weeks it was very oh, wow. very familiar especially at mm-hmm. that point where you're just like you don't know anything in the we, everyone like knew their spot in the living room yeah like, <laughs> all what nine of there's nine, nine of us, us nine or ten yeah ten total Ten of us could fit perfectly, just like locked into place, like Tetris. Like you couldn't walk without like stepping on someone. <laughs> it was it was an art to like step between sleeping bags and like blankets and yeah. Ugh. It was definitely cozy. I definitely miss that. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's just like like yeah, that, yeah, that just know, like for what for whatever reason. Tonight, man. Oh, I know, yeah. Man. No, but like for some reason, well, like whatever it was, like that made sense, <laughs> and it was like this is like. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the most sense of home we're gonna have for like a couple of weeks. So it was like nice to know that like that was like we're we're here. This is. Do you know cool. what I was so thankful Good. about the UK tour about? Like no offense to our old bassist, we we really love the guy. Mm-hmm. But when we went on the tour across Western Canada, he snores so loud. Oh, no, no, Justin, Justin, I was almost as guilty though. Justin, when he snores, he's so bad. He oh, just bad. like. Justin and oh. Malachuk. Oh no, together. those two. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do let's yeah. deal with Nick Malachuk from Criminal Cats. Oh yeah, he's yeah. He is a he's he a is like the whole ensemble <laughs> of the Snorkestra. Yeah, like that's him. Uh, he's the bass section. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's the bass. He's the horns. Like he's he's the strings. He's, he's, he's everything. Yeah. It's like a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of different shit happening there. It's crazy. When he stayed, when we played the uh, the Vancouver show, 
from, from that tour. Yeah. They all stayed here. We made sure we put him like in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, After man. your apartment got flanked. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was fun. Sounds like it. <laughs> sure. So, is there any, like, we were talking about the music videos and the cat guys. Like, is there any, like, specific ideas behind the music videos? Or any, like, themes to them? Or. Flowers. Flowers, yeah. <laughs> we tried to, yeah, like, we're yeah. trying to figure out, like, our. Aesthetic, I guess. Yeah. New shit, and it's branding yeah. We're, we're sort of falling on like yeah, branding, I guess. But branding is difficult to decide like yeah. what you're trying to get across and who your market is at first. Is it's a difficult thing to start out as, especially like at the beginning. For sure. Well, it's hard to come with like to be like really original too. To like yeah. To well, for something that hasn't been, been done right. But yeah, <laughs> but there's there's still like finding the like space between the cracks that haven't been overdone I guess exactly or like the, finding ways to meld different ideas and yeah something. I think we definitely did today yeah there's, no, there's today no music was cool. video like this so Sage is gonna be starring in this one yeah there's like yeah. similar like, main premises probably but like in terms of the execution of it, it is very different I think we have a, a good Thing. and like Mike had a lot of really cool unique ideas that I'm, I'm excited yeah, to see how they translate on, yeah for sure I think t- tomorrow's video is a little bit more of, it's just a performance video okay so which you know that's gonna be a little bit more standard this is us this is what we do mm-hmm. but today we did we tried like we, we put some yeah. thought into it we storyboarded it made some we had to do some arts and crafts to make <laughs> some stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That was uh, a good good. one. It's always fun. It's always good when you can put a little bit more heart and soul into it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that way. I mean, not that we necessarily wanted to, but kind of out of necessity, I feel like. Yeah, I I really wanted to do a storyline for this video. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't have to, but sometimes it's nice to kind of... That's it. I feel like the the, the lyrics in this song, like, they're pretty strong and, like, powerful. Narrative. You can can sound your... Narrative. Yeah, narrative. Narrative. Um, tells a story. It tells a story, and like it's about you know a lot of the lyrics came from one of us in the band. We all kind of mixed in some lyrics, but there's definitely a certain feeling uh, yeah. about a real situation, and like it's it's a powerful meaning, and I think a lot of people will relate to it, and we wanted to portray that well with the story, and so. Is that one of the songs off the B-sides, one of the songs off the EP, or is that something that is fresh and it's fresh. So this is all new coming stuff. out the stove soon? The, yeah. um, the, the B-sides <laughs> was like, the B-sides was uh, kind of a stopgap. Yeah, it's kind of like stuff that we wrote yeah. sort yeah. of yeah. during, but like, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Again? Talking about the B sides. Yeah, no, yeah. B-sides, the B sides were cool. They, they uh, were literally sort of B sides. They kind of were. They were basically yeah, so like they songs. Were B sides off of the EP? Yes yeah. and no. So like for bridges yeah. specifically, we were like maybe we're gonna put this on the new stuff, and we had bridges, and that was good to go for like the the UK tour, and that was good to go. And we were like playing that and just trying it out and seeing how it goes, and that even when we recorded went through another change, but then. By the time we'd even put out the B-sides, we already had basically our we were, whole second we were, EP. We and we were like, this doesn't fit... At the same time. Yeah, this doesn't really fit with 
this song, and it also doesn't fit with kind of how the rest of the other songs that we wanted for the second EP yeah. to go. And then it was after our first EP, so it was just like, it was a good, like, this is our first EP, this is our B-sides, and then maybe you can kind of see where we're trying to go with this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's going to be a natural progression. It was important, okay. yeah, it was important as well that, like, we got something else out, because um, in a lot of senses, the, when we, we first started a year ago, we dropped the first EP in three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it wasn't necessarily rushed, but we just wanted to get it out and we wanted to get our content out. Um, and so, you know, the next EP is not going to be until next March. Yeah. And yeah, so okay. we wanted something in between. So and you're so sitting on it for a little while, so just something to tie people over and... Kind of, and like, we, we definitely want to go at this, like, EP in the right way. I feel yeah. like last, like, to be quite honest, we just, like, we started, like, Chris joined in August, we did our music video in November, and then, like, from that point on, we recorded the rest of the EP and whatever. So that, between, I think, November and March, let's say that's four months, right? So we had the songs, we were just kind of working on it, and then we released it when we did, because we needed music out. We were already on tour through Western Canada, we released it, like, the day we came back to Vancouver, which yeah. was our second to last show. So it was kind of like, people have literally only heard, like, good things, and then I think House of Cards... So we had two songs out, and we were just like, cool, we're just going to go on tour and see how it goes. And then we came back here, that was our EP release show, and it was just like, damn, like this is cool, we got music out, now we can go for it. Go to the UK, we come back, and we're like, okay, well that was kind of our first EP. Our new music is sounding way different than this, so we really mm-hmm. need to kind of figure it out and like really kind of just centralize on what we're going for now. Like just okay, so you've had a little bit more time to figure out exactly what your sound is. And yeah, and I mean, we've also had new members, right? I mean, yeah. at first it was really just like, Fraser would have a song, and maybe I'd have a song, and maybe we wrote the song together. Like, I know for, specifically for House of Cards, it was his arrangement, and we just... I, I, we, no, we it, played was my, it. it was my song, your arrangement. Uh, right, yeah, it was... So he just had like an acoustic song, and I was like, okay, cool, I can hear this, and then I was just like, cool, we're going to do this full band, this sounds like it would work really well. Did it, and I was just like, wow, this is cool, let's keep this, we re-recorded this, it, and we're this just This new good. EP, this it's is very the first thing we've solidly written together. Yeah. yeah. Like, we each brought our own parts to it, um, instead of it just being, like, just us. Yeah. Just me, just Nick. It, this time it was everybody. And, like, I don't know whether we just got lucky with these songs, or whether we improved, or whether the fact that it was all of us coming together just made it a lot better. But we're really stoked on the new yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think it's, um, it was it was really cool, like having especially Chris's input because he has a lot of mm-hmm. unique ideas. Where sometimes maybe we're like, okay, I think that's a little too much. But for the most part, like we're able to really compromise on like a Chris like said, a good yeah. but a unique idea that'll work. And then like we had like Fraser's kind of more darker. No- writing and like he's phrase a really good lyricist so like he'll just get stuff and it'll make sense and it sounds good and we're like well shit but Chris, I'll have like, kind of I'm a more major arrangement like, like he'll come up with like some random ideas I think it's all those late night walks you have in that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lyric in one of the new songs but like yeah he uh he has some late night walks and he comes up with some ideas and like it's it's kind late of like walks. A, it's a curveball at times and you're like whoa where did that come from and then you think about it and you try it out and you're like whoa that's like such a great idea yeah some, for a lot of things it worked for a lot of things it didn't work but yeah. for the things that did work Oof. added so many more nuts 
so much more dimension. Well, you have to go through those things sometimes to see that there is, like, a way to progress this, or to sometimes see that, like, where you at before was... felt more comfortable, right? Yeah. Well, if if you don't try different things, how are you knowing that you're bringing the best product forward? Yeah. 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 Well, it's really good to have, like, I think every good band should have, when it comes to writing, like, a certain number of people who are kind of, like, trying to push it in a more yeah. experimental direction and then the other people who kind of ha- like trying to make it like put the right amount work. of brakes on yeah, it and it's think, important to like yeah, yeah it's important to like, like really hone those and do that and like that's awesome because like as long as like both of those sides understand that like we it's not that we necessarily want our way or the highway it's like we want to work together but we kind of need to kind of work against goal. each other to work towards it you know yeah. it's it's a hard dynamic yeah, to make because anyone who like a lot of people who are creative and a lot of people who want to do that because you always have the people who are in bands who are comfortable being a part of the group and you always have the people who are in bands who always seem to like want to power over people so it's really hard to we're kind actually of. not too bad. I think. I think we, we definitely have our moments with that, but like yeah, at the same time, it's just like. Well, everyone's passionate we can, about what they're doing, yeah, right? So yeah. The, the worst thing for me is always when like Nick is guilty of this, but like <laughs> that's why we, we sat on bridges for a year because like, the first time I re like uh, arranged bridges would have been August 2016 and we didn't release until October 2017. <laughs> For six months I thought we hated the song. <clears throat> no, but, I was okay. cool. Okay, I feel like it was just the so, fact that like, but, I, no, no, I honestly... The point I was going to get to was like, <laughs> the worst thing is always when like, you just don't get any constructive criticism. But even that helped us, helped me write another song yeah. that's on the EP. So we have a song on the EP which is solely about like, just... The fact that Fraser the hates guy, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the fact that, like, I, you know, I throw shit at the wall and sometimes it sticks. Um, I write a lot of stuff and sometimes people are just like, in the band, are just like, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> so there's no, like, instructive shit. <laughs> so, like, I wrote yeah. a song just ripping into these guys. No, I'm like, and when we were recording it, I was like, I, I was didn't like, tell I didn't them realize. Until yeah, I didn't realize. I was like, what? <laughs> The funniest thing about that was like I like I knew that like it was like it was serious but it wasn't but like it was and I was like okay it's, this, it's this an is fine. No, 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 but like it's I I like tweeted out that day I was like I was totally kidding and I like was trying to like rip off like a Fall Out Boy song title. Yeah. So I was like <laughs> I joined this band or I, I, I made a band with my English friend and all I got was this song written about me and then Fraser calls me the next no. day at like because like we were living together still at this, yeah. at this point right but he were, oh, yeah. he had like gone to recording because it was like a vocal day or something like that. I didn't need to be there for like at the time that he was on so I wake up at like 11 because I think we were out pretty late the night before and I wake up at 11 he's like dude what the fuck we gotta talk, man. We gotta talk. We gotta talk, <laughs> man. And I was like, wait. What's up? Are you upset? What's going on? Yeah. Tell me straight. I saw your tweet, and I was like, dude, I was joking. <laughs> it was a prank. Like, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck do you it, want? It's, it's definitely, like, it's about, you know, having that situation. Yeah. It is an exaggeration, because it's not like we never are constructive with stuff. Yeah. I think with a lot of songwriting, you do make it more emotional. Um, so that people can relate to it a little bit more. Well, that and sometimes at that moment you're 
For sure, and also, yeah. In the heat of the moment, right? That moment. Honestly, this is my, like, consoling the other guys. Like, I don't hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Just in that moment, I may have hated you a little bit. (laughs) Just a small, tiny piece of me wanted to see you burn. But, (laughs) no, honestly, I'm like, that's... But another piece of me wanted to put out the fire. (laughs) Yes. But, like, honestly, like, that song that we got from it, like, I listened when we when we got it mixed and we got it back. I listened to that and like that was the very first one I listened to. And I was like, okay, shit, this is good. You know, yeah. whatever. It, it's 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 about how Fraser hates me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song makes the song always like it was up here, and I. Because you've always that's hated always me. Like a hard... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus no. <laughs> okay, so it's always hard because like you always have like when you write something, it's up here. And then you record it or record a demo, and you, it never, or quite often it won't translate to other people hearing it. Yeah. And like you just, they just can't envision it yet. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it takes a long time until you finally get mixes back, and then you're like, and everyone's like, oh, and I think that's something that happens a lot, where we're kind of on board with something, and then it's not until you really get it back, and you're like, oh wow, okay, this is a yeah. lot more than what we thought. It was. That was yeah. like with with, with with mine. No, with Minesweeper, I think when when I got that mix back, like. Just last week, I was like, "Okay, this makes sense." And like the couple people I showed, they were like, "Wow, I think this is like one of the best songs you guys have written." Right? Yeah, as much as like it's very much a hodgepodge of like a couple ideas, yeah. like the ending is is nuts. And like Vinny was saying that he was like, "Honestly, that ending is like the best ending of a song I've heard like in a long time." That's nice. It's mm-hmm. like intense. Um, the Hype. the video we're doing tomorrow. Um, was a song that we really thought would just be yeah. it's just another filler like we were going to put it like third on the EP and like just a stop gap between I think we actually I mean we liked we it we, we really liked it but um I could have won I could have I don't know we really we liked could find it we recorded it and we were like this is definitely the strongest chorus we have sometimes it grows on you too right because like when you originally write it you don't see it in one light and then eventually like when you see the polished product it's like a completely different idea entirely and it's just like oh wow well that'll happen sometimes like when in the middle of writing songs I mean Bridges oh, has gone through a bunch of <laughs> Bridges, is Bridges like, did like, not start Bridges at all version like, like 8.7 <laughs> yeah the final no, version is no, like no, the no, 8 honestly no even before Christmas in the night because I remember I, I think it, I was like drumming along it nearly went to Fading Street because it um, almost did and also also it nearly went to like this weird ass fucking experimental oh we're gonna go through time change here remember that and, like it was just you me and Coco and we were just like Jamming up bridges, oh, yeah. and then I was just like, I was playing drums, and I was fucking bored. I was like, Yo, we're gonna do a time change here. It's time like, for a lot of change. Man, and that's why I didn't <laughs> but, um, like it. I think it's because like we Nick it was Coco, so experimental. Used to, he was the original uh, second guitarist in Chief State, also in Bailing Street. Okay. And so he, it was originally his song. He had written it, and um, he gave it to Nick, and Nick was like, Oh, I don't really think this will work for Bailing Street. So I guess they tried it out a few times. He then gave it to me, and I don't know. I just played around with it version three or four we finally liked it and then, and then it, I don't yeah. even know if it was version three like it was honestly like I listened to it the first time I remember and I was like yeah this really doesn't grab me and then he Coco came back to play bass and then I think like that week I was just like listening through a demo folder and I was like hey this sounds pretty good <laughs> And then, like, he came back, and then... Six months later, he decides he likes it. Well, yeah. 
and like today. once I decided, I'm like, this this demo is good. Like <laughs> everyone, like kind of like I feel like does a double take. They're like, wait, it is because like whenever I don't like something, it's just like. Well, you're well, very, well, like, you're maybe very try. stubborn. You're yeah, very well, stubborn. Like, so if you don't like doing something, you're like, yeah. it kind of puts it down. But like, especially if it's just like an idea. But the ones that I was like, shit, guys, we gotta like write on this like minesweeper. I was like, we can't put this away. You won't, you won't, we can't yeah. put it away. And it turned out so well. Yeah, it, it, figures it, it figures itself out in the end. No, exactly. There's songs that you end up hating, and there's songs that you end up getting sick of, and then like six months later like today earlier when we were at the shoot you were saying it's like oh man i didn't nearly get as sick of this song as i did before it was like yeah, yeah. and it's like six months later you'll be playing that song and it'll suddenly be like i suddenly like the song again yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. like we were saying like when we first did the, the good things video obviously videos you have to play it over and over and over as you're filming all the footage yeah and by the end of that day, we had heard the song God Knows How Many Times, maybe 50 times. Well, that was, and we, and that we was, just, we oh. didn't like it. We were so sick of good things Why? before we even released it. But then we had to fucking <laughs> re-record it. And we had to re-record it. We had to re-record it after that video shoot. It was like literally we two got, weeks yeah, after, we and it was like... And, uh, unfortunately, the, oh, the mix we had just didn't match the quality of the footage. Oh, really? So we had to re-record and send it to someone else. So, so that was that was probably the... That was that was That was literally the fourth time on that song that I had fully tracked guitars, too. Yeah. And, like, because it was all with different people, we couldn't get the stems back, and it was just, like... It was all over the place. I was... I was fully over that song before it even came out, before it yeah. even played it live. Like, so I that's just, really unfortunate, because, it. like, that's our, our most, like, known song, I think. Everybody mm-hmm. knows good things, and... We have to finish our set with it. And and it's, I mean, it's, it. It's catchy. It's a good it's song, song, especially like, live. You know what? Song, but like we've just we went through so much hell with that song, getting it ready. Mm-hmm. That before we even dropped it, we were like, God, listen, that we song. all hate we, it. We, we, <laughs> we, we probably hate it. it. Yeah, when we we're gonna, like we'll, we'll run through full sets and, and we'll like parts. get to the end right before it, and we're like, okay, let's. What else needs work? <laughs> <laughs> We were practicing some of the stuff we're not playing. Yeah. It was that kind of right Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones. It's one of those like, really like, and, like it's, it yeah. always gets the best reaction oh, from yeah, people. For so. sure. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good song. We like it. We like playing it. But it's definitely the one that. It's, it's run its course, and I would really appreciate it if we, if we could just kind of <laughs> <laughs> leave her by the wayside. Man, sometimes you, just, you, sometimes you just gotta do that. Like, Alien got really sick of Run for a really long time. Yeah. <sighs> but then that's it. It, just, it like, happens. It's, yeah. It feels like it's natural, but then at the same time, like, we're still kind of new enough where it's like, we put that out less than a year ago, so maybe that's the only song anyone has ever heard from us. So it's like, and it's also, I so think, arguably true. the catchiest we have out yet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's definitely gonna get. And once a good you have reaction. more of a catalog, you're yeah. you have, have more, more chances to drop and like it off the, the set and have the more. The video we're doing tomorrow it. honestly so. might end up being that like new like yeah. we've gotten feedback so. and people have said like that's like chorus but, um, of that's the what year. Colton was like, saying as well. I feel like once there's you know there's, we have more stuff out, we're we're not thinking about good things so much, and maybe we'll start enjoying actually playing it again. Yeah, you'll have more options, and Fight then like you guys, can, <laughs> you guys can just pick it out every once in a while, and then the people yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. do know what it is, you can actually just be like happy like to it. know that it's I'll like, hey, it. you guys actually know that. I still like it. Yeah, it's fun. yeah. I definitely like. Maybe I'm gonna regret saying this, and God knows how long. But like, I definitely don't want to be that band that's like, oh, I'm never playing this song ever again. Like, I wanna, yeah, no. I wanna always come back to like individual things and be like. 
oh, we've never played this. Maybe people will think this is cool if I we ever get there. I think if anybody ever like, you know, asks for a song, like, I, I want to be able to like yeah, just pull it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's See, such like, a cool situation. For I like someone to know I like changing yeah. up yeah. like satellites. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I feel like we don't really have the luxury of that right now. But yeah, like once you have more material, and yeah, it was like once we had hit that point, it was just like it just gave you the option of it's just like if someone's just not feeling that song that night, or it's just like all right, fine, we don't have to play it. Yeah, it's a fan favorite. Screw them. We don't have to play it. Yeah, honestly. Oh, so that's, if that's they cool. really want to see it, like they'll complain. We'll play it next time. Like, whatever. Sure. You only have a limited amount of time. You can only fit so much into it, and like, especially once you guys start releasing new music, you're gonna want to yeah. present that, and maybe you don't want to. And that's it as well. Like, I mean, I don't know about like I can't speak for everyone, but for me. I wanted to start the band and be in the band to play songs, like yeah. to play live music. I enjoy like performing, so for me, it's like choosing the songs that we play. It's it's all about what we want to play. Like, I mean, I like going in it from that angle. So yeah, you know, it'd be good at some point that we have like more of a catalog that we could be. You know, maybe tonight we're not really feeling this song, so let's play this song instead. That'd be mm-hmm. good. Like, I'd I'd like to get to that point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's it. Is it's it also keeps you on your toes too because you have to constantly remember your material and everything that's going on. So Nick had some edibles. Yeah. No, I didn't. No. No, I didn't. He had some edibles called No Edibles. He had some food. <laughs> what are you talking about? He had a chocolate bar. He just had a chocolate bar. Probably two minutes ago, I was just like, I was looking at Fraser and I was like, he kind of looks funny. And I was like, I feel like I have the giggles right now. And then I started laughing, and then I went back and then I looked at Chris and he was like, the look at Fraser, he had the look at what the fuck? And now we're so here. We all look, and now we're here. Now we look funny. Yeah. Oh boy. I didn't, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I do, so. (laughs) I speak from experience. Oh, dear. Well, here we are. We got to this point. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Oh,
Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, so do you guys have any favorite songs from your catalog? Uh, yeah. Any songs that mean the most to I you? I feel like all of them will be from our new stuff, yeah, so we're just going to be stuff. dropping names and people are going to be like, what Fair the enough. fuck Fair are you enough. talking about? Crooked Pictures is my favorite, I think. Yeah. Very yeah. difficult to sing, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. right up, it's in the top part of my range. Bro. I don't. I really like playing Fighting. Fighting is growing on me. Really? So I, 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 I like... As well, that's Yaz's favorite song. My girlfriend Yaz yeah. is her favorite song, Fighting. No, honestly, fighting. Nick hates fighting. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I actually really like the way it sounds. But personally, I hate playing that because it's just like, especially in the second verse, it's like there's nothing else behind me. I'm like, shit, if I fuck this up, everyone's gonna know. Yeah. So, like, that's why I don't like it. And also, it, I definitely like. It's one of those songs where it's like it's upbeat enough where like it's like okay cool we're going but then it's also super minor so we're like, yeah, like are you really doing it's this? It's a very unconventional, it's a, it's especially super unconventional. very unconventional. And like yeah. we had we definitely had to change a couple parts when you brought it to me. I was like, dude, this is like fucking weird. But then we changed it and we're like, okay, this is like weird but it's the, cool. The snares used to be on the instead of off the off beats yeah. it was on the yeah beats, so it was like da, 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 instead of da, da, da. yeah no it is on the. No, Do you mean it used to be like kind of yeah, double time? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. It was, it was double time, but it was like on right. one. It was just weird. Instead of on the like off. Yeah, but it turned out cool. It, no. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah. We figured it out, and like, yeah. that's the oldest one as well. I wrote that like when I was living in England. So. Which is crazy. Which was now four years ago. Which was when I was like 12. <laughs> Nick does this thing all the time and then it's like man this happened in 2014 to explain this to explain this everyone else in the van is like way older than me yeah okay and yeah, like, and, it just kind of worked out that way he's underage and we're giving him drugs it's yeah he's not looking good no so like Okay. I'm 20 I'm 20 years old so when Fraser and I met I was literally 18. I was in like a college, like my very first like college class, and he's like, "Hey man, we should meet up." And then I hit up my other friend who was also in the band, kind of like our idea at the time. I was like, "Hey, can you come? Because like I feel like this is a little sketchy." Because like here's this dude off Craigslist. I don't know. He's definitely way older than me, and like I don't know any fucking better. <laughs> it does. It does. And that's he's born. Yeah. So I'm just, and I know he had kind of like long, like shaggy hair, and then he was just he had a. Oh man! I don't anyway. have Liam Neeson to <laughs> save me. <laughs> no, literally, he literally didn't have real needs, which is the funniest thing. Because like, fuck, I didn't have what? you like you didn't have a job or anything. You were just, still yeah, homeless. Yeah, no, I had no visa. I couldn't like, even stay in the country. I had nothing. I was like, yeah, let's just start a band, and I'll figure that out. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny because I remember you were like, man, so we have I two. Aimed point, you're, so sorry, you were like, you're like, like, man. We have two options. <laughs> this is my impression of phrasing. Alright, so... Uh, God damn it. Alright, I'll stop. So, either I'm going to get my visa or my work permit and we're good, or I'm going to have to move back to England for a few months, work, and then apply, and then I'll be back here in six months. And I'm like, man, that would really fucking suck, right? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, alright, cool. And then like two weeks go by, I'm like, hey man, you know what's happening to get visa? And you're like, no man, I don't know. And then another week goes by, and you're like, "Okay, here's our plan." And I was like, "Okay, sure, <laughs> sure." And then I remember after that, and I was like, "Hey, you don't have to go back to England." And you're like, "Yeah, imagine, that's crazy, imagine, man." Imagine that's... Meet, yeah, imagine meeting someone. <laughs> that's all happens within yeah. a month. Yeah, you're, 
You're just, you're just an author, man. You got like a plan, and you're just like, no, this is what's gonna happen. This is what we're gonna do. I set a plan and I make sure it happens. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy though. Like the past like two years of like knowing crazy. He's he's very like. We're, we're doing this. We're gonna go for it. And like, we came just, up with an idea today. So much shit is just happening. It's gonna be great, and we're gonna we're gonna drop the idea here. Calendars will be available <laughs> next month. We're doing 2018 oh, no. yeah. Chief State calendars. It's gonna include some great photos of all of us. Some great Pick photos. Them up. Buy one for your mom. Chief State at the beach. For my mom. Right. Yeah. Okay. Chief State at the beach calendar. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. What are, what are number? Or do we have you? Do we have you in different settings as well? Chief yes. State with Poppy. Oh, yeah. Chief State as firefighters. Chief State, Chief State on Santa's we're lap. Gonna, we're gonna be seasonal as well, so you know. Ooh. Gonna <laughs> be sitting yeah. there with candy canes. And Honestly, this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's gonna be a busy week, but it's gonna happen. So I'll plug it. I'll plug it. Go pick one up. I'll plug it in my commercial spots. <laughs> It's literally just gonna be Fraser's face going like, yeah, <laughs> with the fucking like crooked let's, eyes. Let's try, like, let's try and sell it. If you're looking for a calendar, with someone that's creepily looking at you with crooked eyes. Hundred four two zero six nine. Chiefstate.bigcartel.com. Now that is your phone number. Your mother's phone number. So yeah, that's, that's us, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Alright, so you guys toured Western Canada and the UK. Do you guys have any good stories from the road? How, I mean, we've, Good experiences, we've, bad experiences. Considering <laughs> we started off with the first conversation when you didn't tell us you were recording, I yeah. feel like we can go into depth with some of the situations that happened. Oh, we don't, we, don't we don't have to use that. We don't have to use that. So, Western Canada... So, we'll preface this. Okay. okay. Western Canada and England. Western Canada, it was like, that's like our home turf. So, we were like... And we were a lot more, I think, liberal with okay. our tour pranks. Okay. And we weren't together Also, well. here's my thought as well. Like, we were... Colonel Captains and us were in two vans. And we also didn't know each other. So, we're just like breaking into each other. Yeah. When we were in England, we were all in the same van. And we were like a big family for a... Like we are, we so already we like knew already, each like, other really too. Friend, friendly and like mm-hmm. we didn't do pranks at all, really, did we? We no, just had really. a great time together. I mean, like we kind of like little Couple. things here and there, but it was it wasn't anything but, like yeah. captains versus chiefs. chiefs. Canada was yeah. captains versus chiefs. Oh. It was war. <laughs> it was war every day, every day. Oh. And it was like it was also like it wasn't like a shit they're gonna prank us. It was like shit they're gonna prank us, so we, we gotta prank them first. Time. Yeah, <laughs> and like way better. And like it started off just like super small things here and there but then I think it was on the definitely like the back like five shows of that like, tour where it just like yeah. it was it was good I feel like I think it was left bridge that's weird where it, where when it we turned them the blow up doll and put put it in no. the van no 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 but we had bought that's... the no we had bought the blow up doll before <laughs> that so because it was in Lethbridge it was on our last like four or five shows of that tour and we were in Lethbridge we had like a full day basically just to like we were at the mall we were doing this we were doing that and uh, we found like there was a Spencer's there, so we're like, okay, we gotta do this. We gotta prank him. So there's uh, a dick banner, and all the dicks had like dick cartoon banner. faces, like anime eyes, and like, <laughs> a big <laughs> smile. 
And like, good. yeah, that was good. So then we we uh, we bought that, and then we saw there was a three foot inflatable cock, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, and that was a good one. And then there what was, was um, patty. <laughs> there was a patty. blow up patty doll, and we got so we got those Completely three things. Comedy? Uh, three holes. Three, we spent a lot of money. Holes. Holes. We did, <laughs> but it was definitely worth it. So. First thing, Lethbridge, they're they have a bus that they tour in. We were just in like a van, but they had the like this. They yeah. had the cap yeah. bus, you know. Uh, Mark Bussalo, I think they called it last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we we uh, we taped that across the back of their of their bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just had like a dick banner on their bus and they were like there's this picture of like Brad and Connor and they're just like under the, the dick banner like yeah they're like I laughing and like shit guys, like that was tame the, yeah. the time they stepped it up oh. and it really was the the, the biggest prank ever oh. that just it bordered on like I think we may have gone a step too far and that's how they felt at like once they had done it um, so what happened was Calgary this was after Patty had happened, so they yeah. were like, we've got to get him back, and this is what they came up with. So, hats off to CAC, they definitely won the pranks because of this, <laughs> this one thing they did. They put up an ad on the lowly heart section of Craigslist in Calgary. They put my face on the ad, and they said, I'm in a band, I'm playing at this venue tonight, I w- for one night only, please, like... Come by, but treat it like a real experience. I don't want to. I don't want us to pretend. Like I don't want us to say that we we we've done this over Craigslist. Come up to me and make it feel real. Just, just romance me. Romance me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, just let's act, let's act, like, let's act like you didn't see this on Craigslist. And so that's what happened. They received God knows how many. Apparently, they're still receiving emails. I don't know why they haven't taken the answer, but they they received a lot of emails because they love the attention. <laughs> they received they received a lot of emails. Gets worse. Gets worse. Two people actually turned up. Oh. And oh, sorry. Yes. It was in the it was in the gay section of the Lonely Hearts. Of so course. It was two of guys course. turned up and attempted to romance me and. Pretending oh, that they man. didn't so, see so, it so, on so they're, so they're both competing with each other. Uh, I'm not sure if we got to that. Someone bought oh, me a drink, oh, and I thought no. it was a very pleasant chap. <laughs> and I thought, well, I must have played really well because he just bought me a drink. <laughs> I Which does has happened. On I did occasion. not see the two. Yeah, I don't know what happens. happens all the time. It happens. And I, I mean, and that was the point where they were like, oh shit, maybe we took it a step too far because this person, like, because I kind of just went, oh thanks, bye, and walked off. <laughs> And they were like, oh no, we've just played with someone's heart. So, if you're that person out there, and if you've you've stayed in contact and, like, stayed (laughs) in contact, you're hearing this now, now, I'm really sorry, I had no idea, Um, I don't know what to say. If you are trying. Next time we're in Calgary, let's meet up and we'll we'll have a beer together. If you are trying to (laughs) message a dapper young English lad on Craigslist in Calgary looking for love. Dapper young and man, do not describe Fraser. I said lad. I said (laughs) lad. One of of those might be on point. I know I'm going to hide one of those. One of those might be on point. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, but definitely not dapper yeah, so or young. That was definitely the the best prank. I think nothing really crazy happened in England. We just had a really nice time. There was one time uh, in Southampton with the security guard who who picked me up and. Oh my god! Oh, that was. <laughs> Okay, we were taking a pictures. Mall cop. Oh, God. <laughs> we were taking pictures, and it, there was, like, some art outside of a... We didn't know there were art. They were just sculptures. It was, it was a sculpture. So, like, it was, it was like, a big it? plastic snail. Yeah, like, big hollow cool. plastic snails. It was a big plastic snail. Anyway, we jumped up on it, and we took photos. And the man ran over, and he was a big dude. No one warned me. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't. We were all looking at you. No, it was like... Okay, have you, have you, has anyone seen Get Out? Yes. It's like it was like that dude running at him like in the middle of the movie where it's just yeah. like straight face like I'm I'm sprinting yeah. at you, right? It was like that, but at Fraser. And, and it was like this like big fat security huge, guard. But he made up ground apparently. I didn't see it. No, okay, so he just there was, there was a top, ten foot. No, there was a top level. So he was like up top, probably like fifty meters back. And then he saw that, and then he came running all the way down the stairs. Really? And then he just was just like sprinting, full stop, and he was like, "Hey!" I feel like he's still. That is art. Yeah, he he like he literally picked me up and like moved me, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm okay with you this. You win." <laughs> uh, I'm a part. Okay, okay. so let's let's give a bit of a backup. Sorry. It did look bad. Um. It was a plastic, a hollow plastic piece of art. <laughs> it was <laughs> that you know when you like we jump drinking. on it, it like dents in, and you have to, you can like push it back out and it goes back to normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a so bad that's what happened. Like ball. I jumped it. Probably shouldn't have gotten on it. Didn't know it was art, but we did it. For, whatever. We're fucking around. It's a joke. I would have done and the exact same what, thing. So what man. pissed him off was was the fact that my ass had imprinted in it, yeah. and like it was stuck in there. So I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to put it back to normal, push it so it pops out, and here I am hitting it. So <laughs> I can see. I can see. There's you on one side like, and Connor, Connor and yes. Luke on the other, and, and they're honestly, just like, oh. I can <laughs> see how it looked bad. It. Yeah. <laughs> can see how the bad snail like you're in a yeah. rap music oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the dude just picked me up. He just picked oh. me up. I'm a small guy, but he picked me up and he just moved me and he was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, it was that was just so fun. And then like when when the when he when he like finally kinda got me and just left, Ferris was like Come on, now you could have told me that there was a security <laughs> car coming. I was the only thing. Every couple of minutes until my voice came back. You were just like, you were just like, you were just like, man, I can't believe you just ratted me out. Like, this guy just came back. You guys just let it happen. What the hell? I thought you guys were my friends. Well, were we supposed to jump in this way? Like, was he a bullet? Like, no, two Actually, guys that scene, That's in our Bridges video, too. There's that one scene yeah. of you, on, you guys on the snails. Actually, you can see it in the video. I'm on, and it's the lyrics. Why you left me at my worst? So I put it Go right to that there. point. Though. That was my worst part of that tour. Ah, uh, debatable. Well, what would be what, worse? What else happened? I mean, there's that. That was pretty reasonable. Pretty. It's funny you woke up in Bristol. Oh yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> so I'm, I'm from the West Country, and we had a show in Bristol, and my friend, a couple of my friends, came out, and then like me and a particular friend that we go way back. He came to the house afterwards that we were staying at, the way and we just boys. we we drank and stayed up very very late. 
and we had to drive to London the next day, so that didn't happen. Nick had to drive. Which I was like, definitely not legal to drive, but mm. we made it work. It was like, it, no, it, it kind of sucked because like in England they all drive. Like it was no, it was twenty. It was actually twenty. Really? No, it's twenty-one. And no, you were, yeah, I was, I was 19. still nineteen. Yeah, but like, there's in England, it's it's all like manual transmission. Which in Canada, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, like every car here is like pretty much Yeah, right. So knowing that is like definitely a rarity. So there's like Brad and Mike from Captains that knew yeah. how to drive stick, and then I know how. And Fraser knows <laughs> how he's from England. Brad definitely couldn't drive stick. He tried <laughs> and failed miserably. But Brad knows so like, how to drive stick. So like we kind of got like halfway around the block and we were like, wait, what the fuck's happening? I was like, I keep stalling this thing. We're like, shit, cool. So then like Fraser was still too drunk to drive, and then I think Mike was like it was passed the one out. It was the one night. And like yeah, back. it was like that was a four hour drive into London, into traffic, into like rush yeah, hour. It was my home city though. Like, no, I mean, that's good. Friends. Like it was gonna happen. I, at some point, I just let it happen. I was like, "We'll figure it out tomorrow." Yeah. We did. We, we did. Yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> we didn't pull over. But yeah, that maybe. I still like driving. Always figure it out. That was the worst thing about it. Is like I wanted to drive more, but I legally couldn't. So we were like, "Okay, let's not." Like, but also, like you did it, and you didn't enjoy London driving. No, not London driving, but like the other like highway drives that we did. Like I know, like I think Mike, Mike was doing it around Froome, but okay. like. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, there's a lot of cars parked on the road, which yeah. in the wrong way. Yes, yeah, so, <sighs> so you have to just wait for the other car to come before you. Like, there's so many things going so, on. So, you know how like in at least around Vancouver, or, like BC, like you park, like on the street street parking is like you park on the same side that you drive. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's in England, it's like Canada. in yeah. England, it's like you park wherever you find space on the side of the street. So like the cars will be facing both ways. Yeah. There might be two cars, but there's noses touching. Yeah. It's so weird. So it's just like, it's kind of like this yeah. weird, oh, like, mess of driving and somebody just whatever. pulled in front of me. No, it was, it was, <laughs> in all fairness, it was really convenient, but it was also really weird. Like, just it's the fact that it's that just I so never random. Thought about that, like, would be weird for you guys. Yeah. yeah. No, if you park the wrong that's way, that's you illegal get a here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You get a ticket. <laughs> you get a ticket for that. And if it's unsafe, you get towed. It's a bylaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was that was definitely our we covered a lot from my first year as a band. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done a lot. So in your time touring, you're even though it's short, a little Western Canada, a little UK, do you guys have any must have items on the road? Something to keep you comforted, something to remind you of home, maybe. Oh, yeah. It has a pillow, which has Brad's balls on it. Yeah. <laughs> I leave that at my girlfriend's house now. <laughs> but, uh, we have a glorious picture of Brad yeah, nude, nude with, with my pillow and in his... And he said his... it to Nick, like, on the last drive home, he was like, sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> and I had already slept on it at night, so yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. But, you were probably sleeping well, on it when you saw that photo. Yeah, uh, no, but then at a certain point, I was just like, honestly, it's I don't balls. even give a fuck at this point. <laughs> it's Brad, it's balls, he can't be that bad. Uh, but like, uh, no, and then in the UK, someone told me that it wasn't. he wasn't actually naked and he still had like boxers on, which makes me feel a little bit better. But, uh... Do you know what my thing on the road is? A SIM card that works. Oh, yeah. So, like... <laughs> So stupidly, I decided to go with a, a wind. This is yeah, this is a bit harsh, but I guess they're called wind freedom. 
they're starting out and they're, tr- they're doing the whole like they'll give you loads of data for really cheap which is great because pricing in Canada is really expensive but they just don't have the like the, the coverage, the they coverage. Don't, they don't they don't have deals have in place. Yeah, so. Vancouver it's fine. Mm-hmm. Major cities it's fine, but like on the road it's not. And so I got it and just didn't really think about ever touring or like just I just didn't think. Anyway, that was a nightmare because any time like we had to do any kind of promoting or any kind of work that would require internet, and I'm sat in a car doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It would have been perfect. But I had freedom, so that's for me. That's the key thing that I want. When we got to England, first thing I did was got get a SIM card just so we can sort out shit. We self booked it, so we had to email people. Oh, man. you have to be able to contact so, everybody. Oh, yeah, but like here, so like phone prices in general, it's like one gig of data will cost you like an arm oh, and a leg, damn, like yeah. a literal arm and a leg to get like a I gig of data. I signed my month. contract in Saskatchewan just to save myself. Yeah. Like no, I know. There, I know a guy here song. that does that. He yeah. has a like a like it's like a whatever a Saskatchewan thing. Oh yeah, no, I but he has a SIM card in his Vancouver phone. It's like I don't know how it works, but whatever. Anywho, so like he he does that, but like phone prices here are expensive. In England, I got like it was like it was like there was a one gig, five gig. Or one gig, two gig, five gig, and ten or twenty gig, uh, like plan, and it was like, so it was fifteen, twenty five, thirty five, and forty five or forty pounds. So it was like, it was just stupid cheap just to get like five gigabytes of data. Twenty bucks, and you get like two gigs for a month. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, which is like you pay nuts. Like, you pay like. What? Probably forty 60? or fifty bucks a year for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you see, it's ridiculous oh, for mobile data. It's terrible. That's, that's my important thing. What about you, Chris? What's your thing that you take on tour? I I don't know, man. Like just my phone. You know. Like, yeah. As long as I got like as long as you can't Spotify. Lose it. Check us out. We're on Spotify at Two State. Um, <laughs> how was that? How was that? That's good. <laughs> was my you? guy. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, just my phone, and I got like all my songs on it. I don't know, you know, like that's that's it. In my pals, my friends. Well, you guys are the best. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything other than that. Like, literally, I just I take my what? phone everywhere. That's all I need. The next tour, you should have just your phone because you lost so much. <laughs> <laughs> True. Every city you went I've to, lost, you lost something. I've lost like an eighty dollar jacket. I lost a winter jacket. A hundred and fifty-ish dollar electric toothbrush. I've lost a. Sixty dollar drum throne. Every, oh. It got to I, the point where every day we'd be in the party. Like, oh, oh, yeah, like, at the end, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that." Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, by day three, losing shit, he was just like, "Yeah, that one's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> What's next?" <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll just keep leaving. Something the UK else. tour was better. I like. I just, yeah. I brought just a bag and because like else. if you lose something there, you're not getting it back ever. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no <laughs> chance that you're getting that back. Yeah. Um, What's yours, Nick? What do you take on tour? Oof. Uh, definitely, like, phone. But, uh, probably, honestly, a jacket. Very underrated. Even if it's, like, a summer tour, I still had a jacket with me. Because you never know. You're in the back of your, like, air-conditioned van, and, like, everyone else is, like, sweating bullets. But I'm a really small guy. I get cold really quick. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have, like, a jacket to, like, just keep me warm when everyone else is crazy and they think that it's, like, 90 degrees out, I'm good. I'm like, I'm warm. Maybe a pillow, too, because I sleep a lot. But, yeah. It's crucial. Yeah. 
If you had a good jacket, maybe you could. Good jacket. Yeah, blanket, <laughs> hand, you got your pillow, and I'm just napping the whole way. It's great. That's good. Alright, we know that you guys are dropping some more music sort of in the spring here. What else is in the future for Chief State? More music. More music. We're definitely doing more touring. Music videos. Touring. Yeah, we're working. We're working on figuring out photos. Uh, where we're gonna go next. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we have a couple options. The west coast of the yeah. US. So yeah. Like, okay. We have our visas in the works now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're like, nice. we're either gonna go down the coast. I think we want to go like as far down as San Diego, and then as far east as like Denver. I think is like yeah. our dream kind of. That's where we want to do. Yeah. Uh, but then also maybe. We could do like Ontario regions then we don't yeah, need visas. It's mm-hmm. like so. maybe that's worth it. Just yeah. get like all the you know you're saying all the southern Ontario towns they're like two hours apart, right? Well, once you get to the greater yeah Toronto exactly, area, man, it's but not so like close. you know Montreal, Quebec, Ottawa, stuff like that. Like, yeah, good. It would be good to get out east because I hear they have a really good, good following, good scene. Oh, yeah, so it's, you know. for sure. Like mm-hmm. also, I've personally never been there. Whether, so whether it's now or like. You know, next year or whatever, I want to get out east. Like that's it's really. I think that's the best scene. In you have to tour out there too to sort of build a name for yourself. Yeah. It's really hard to get on like festivals or anything out there if you don't have a following out east. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know that's that. That was something that we had issues with. Definitely. Um, is there something you wish you knew when you started playing music and releasing music as a band? now that you wish you would have had his knowledge back when you started yeah um yeah okay so for me i wish i knew that basically it would be a second full-time job oh my god because i feel like i could have prepared a little bit better for it even with this band like i have bands in the past where i've had to work and do a lot of stuff but this band really like was a next level amount of work like just late nights up until 2 a.m and then going to your normal day job the yeah. next morning dead um, I just wish I knew that kind of back when I was at uni like studying and preparing for this and I may have put some more effort in preparing for this mm-hmm. I don't know but maybe well sometimes you have to jump in because if you spend time preparing and spend time preparing sometimes well, you worry like, about just getting the ready. mindset ready though like I mean we just jumped in and I was like whoa shit now I've got to do this all the time and it's like mm-hmm. whoa uh, yeah it would have been good to have like a Heads up about that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's a commitment. Well, yeah. 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 I, you know, what I wish I would have known is uh, every take counts. Like any, any time you're recording with like someone else, every take that you do, guitar, vocals, whatever, that counts. Because you never know when they're like comping everything and making sure it's good. That take that you hate might be the take that sounds best, and it's just like you know that's not your best, but like it still works, and you're just like, well, shit. Because there's definitely some stuff that I've done where I'm just like, I listen back now and I'm like, I could have done better. Oh yeah, yeah same, 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 you sure. know, and it just sure. I feel like that yeah. happens inevitably. The more you listen to things, you're like, yeah, and you progress. You're like, hey, I could have done that way better now. Like, it almost kind of sucks that it's like yeah. for me, it's like because. It tends to be the thing that, like, most people listening to the music won't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, like, because we, like, he'll hear Do guitar things day. that I wouldn't, yeah. and I'll hear drum things that they wouldn't, and it's just like, oh, man, but this this part here, it sucks. And it's like, nah, it doesn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, 
Yeah. Further to his point. Yeah. Mm. Alright, so let's talk a little bit about life outside of Chief State. What are you guys' interests outside of music? I like football. British football. Okay, I was about to ask. Not, not <laughs> this North American <coughs> business. I like football. Not this so, hand business. I follow that. Um, uh, and that's pretty much it. Do you have a football team? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually have it tattooed on my body, which is so. It was the first tattoo I ever got, and the reason why I got it was because it was four letters, and he was like, "Oh, it'd be twenty pounds, which is what, like thirty bucks." Yeah, I yeah. was like, "Do it right now," mm-hmm. without thinking about you know how I feel about it <laughs> the next day. Because <laughs> the next day, I even I regretted the next day. <laughs> um, Thirty dollar tattoo, yeah. I'd regret it too. It's been seven years now, so <laughs> honestly, like the the thing I always tell people is like, if it was anywhere on my body where I could see it, then I, it would probably be covered now. Yeah. it's on the back of my neck, so I never see it. It doesn't bother me. Okay. I forget about it. Like we had a photo from last night's <laughs> show, and and you can see it. And I'm like, fuck, I have that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're called Bristol Rovers. It's like my local team. Okay. Playing like the third division in England, so not good. Nothing we special. We lost again but... today. So that's that's me. Does uh, what's his name from Dave? From does he cheer for the Rovers too? No, no, he do, he likes rugby. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought that was a football thing. So I remember you guys were like, oh, we're rivals. We're not. What do you What do you do? Um, Besides chocolate. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's just a lot of music. I just like hanging out. Um, Vancouver is a good place to hang out. And I don't know. I like to be honest. My it's like this kind of takes up the space that a normal hobby would, but then it's not a hobby because we're yeah. trying, you know we're trying. So I just that's pretty much work. And then this, and then that's that's it. Anytime in between, I'm just relaxing, sleeping. It's good. About it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, kind of same thing for me. Like I don't know, like music. If I wasn't in a band, I would be doing something else musically. I think because like once I met Jen and Mel from this side of town and like started making music for the first time, I kind of like I latched onto it, and now. After that, I think if I wasn't in this band, I would be in another band. Or I'm doing something. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I can't... Yeah, outside of this band, there's not a whole lot that I'm doing. Like, I work full-time, and yeah. it's overtime sometimes, so I don't have a whole lot of time. And if I do, I'm, you know, I'm playing games or yeah. watching movies or something. Hanging out with buds. Right I'm not... Like, I'm not, like, a console, next-gen console, like, all up on the newest releases or anything like that. It doesn't matter, man. I, my roommate is, um, but I've been playing, like, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Yeah. Okay. Which is a really good game. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, like, I don't know, I play League of Legends sometimes with my friends. I love MOBAs. Yeah. So yeah. I it's it's addicting. Like, I, it's... it's it's I Dota like it's self abuse. I swear to God. I play Dota and Heroes, so yeah, yeah. I tried Dota like, and I couldn't. I, I, I play Dota because that is pure self abuse, and I hate myself. Yeah. And I play Heroes because I cry after I'm done dealing with all the other Dota players. Is that you? Uh, 
Wait. Oh, wait, oh, I've heard of it. That's... Heroes of the Storm is the Blizzard one. Right, okay. It's yeah. like where you level up as a team, so it's a little more, um... There's also <coughs> no items, so it's a lot easier. <laughs> more like basic, kind of. It's like more way more basic. And and yeah, yeah. You don't have to know every character and how to defeat them, and... Right, and all the like, counter builds and stuff like oh, that. Oh, exactly, yeah, yeah. right. You gotta study everything. And... Okay. Okay. It's just handing out beers. Did I miss anybody's. I, I was just going off about my hobbies. You know, I'm a gaming nerd. Oh, I don't really have yeah, any, to be honest. I just, like, hang out and do this, and I work, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that, like, I don't have any other hobbies. Like, yeah, shit, like, what am I doing in my life? No, the, the thing is, not that like, not that like we're like treating this as a hobby though. It's just like that's like yeah. the space, the space for like a normal dude that just like works and like maybe has a family. Like there would be like a hobby, something else he does. That's where you this do is your like band. this is like <laughs> I'm working and I'm like trying to live, but like then also I'm really trying to do this, and like that's Honestly, where all the, the space. The moment I get like a minute, I like to play FIFA. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is, You'll play yeah, for like two seconds at a time. Honestly, I'll play like. <coughs> play a lot of FIFA. Like, as soon as I, I know I've got like a bit of time, I'm like, I need serious downtime. And that's the one thing that just. It's like meditation for me. Mm-hmm. It's like the one thing where I'm just like brain dead for a couple of hours and I'm like, alright, I'm ready to go again. <laughs> that's what I like to do. Nice. That's good. Alright, so. We've been going for like well over an hour now. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a minute. Train. It's been good. Or so, um, do you guys have any high school idols or favorite bands or like oh, people that like you were addicted to oh, or helped fuck. you through those yeah. hard times? There was no short list for this band, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, you go first, man. No, go on. You, you take it. I, I'm... Oh yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. It's me. It's me. Yeah. Um, in my last couple of years of high school, I started listening to this one band called The Spellers. And they were, I think it was a couple of years after they had kind of like released kind of their more popular albums. And then in my last year of high school, like they were like, hey, we're going to break up. And I was like, what the hell? But they just wrote this like album that was very like introspective, but like really s- relatable. And like just the songwriting on it through the metaphors was really crazy on how they were just able to use these to represent these. And it's like just immediately relatable to like a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like just I kind of admiring it from that aspect as well. I just there's one song by them called Parkview. I ended up like getting a tattoo about it. Mm-hmm. But like they just write amazing music and like no one ever caught on and it's like super yeah. tragic. It was yeah, it was tragic. Isn't like one of the guys worked in Starbucks or something. Like something like that. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Like they were really good. I only know them through Nick. But yeah, like that. Like in high school, I was like looking up to like that, where it's just like they just. Not that I necessarily want to be like underappreciated, but like just the fact that it was like these guys are totally amazing and like nobody knows it and there's like really nothing specifically that I can like do about it. Mm-hmm. But just kind of looking up to that and they're still you know for the time I follow them they're still going at it and like just you know it, it was just cool to see that. I my high school, which I would call secondary school, was definitely. For me, it would have been Architects, um, Defeater, and Pianos Become the Team. Those three bands, like, listened religiously to mm-hmm. It was just, like, so 
And my ex, yeah, it was so angsty. Like, honestly, I hate everything. And like, just being angry about stuff. But honestly, I love those bands. I still love them. Oh, man. Amazing. This week, I just started listening to Piano's Become the Teeth again. Because you know, you just like over listen to something. And you just don't. You drop it for a while and you come back to it and it's gold. I solidly listen to Piano's Become the Teeth. And God, such a phenomenal band. Yeah. Um, I really like the Exerts too. They're like a smaller British band that are kind of old rocky. Okay. Biffy Pyro uh, uh, is, is my yes. biggest favorite Tist band ever. Uh, I was really big into them like around 2014. Yeah, m- me, the album Puzzle, sort of like, mm-hmm. God, I was in school, I guess. So. It's like 1854. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nick was one. <laughs> I was one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like 2008, the Puzzle. Yeah. I think it was 2007 when it came out. I was one. Of these. Solid <laughs> album. I have a 50 fire tattoo. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Puzzle piece. But yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so those are my favorite bands. Hmm. Or, like from secondary school. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my best joke. All the time. <laughs> so it'll be like. Yeah, you know, when I was, like, in school, and I was just like, yeah, fucking 1742. <laughs> oh, man. And it's funny, because he's not even that much older than me. It's just, I just drag on him. <laughs> Chris, too, but, like... Yeah. yeah well, I'm the awesome. oldest one in the band. You're the oldest one, but Fraser is the most, like, nostalgic about anything. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, like, okay, no, my turn. Um, <laughs> it's my turn now. Fraser. Good cover. Um... <laughs> Oh, That's God. not getting cut. <laughs> no, but on me being the oldest fuck in the band, yeah, I was God. God. When I was in high school, it was like oh, that when was like high school. That was I like was just coming out of the room. <laughs> right, right. Okay, you were. Yeah, God, anyway, <laughs> fuck. Don't worry about. Um, no, but that was like kind of the golden age of like emo, I guess. Like his pop punk. Sort of had its golden age at that point, but like yeah, oh six, oh seven, oh eight, like American um, Pie had already like had yeah, its like that, like the Sun Forty One had their time blink kind of like was on their high just now. Yeah, um, but like yeah, I, I've been all over the place. Like I was really into Metric for a while. God, love the classics. Um, love that band so much. And then like my friend got me into like Led Zeppelin for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was really into that, and then like grunge, I had a grunge phase, so I was really into Nirvana, <laughs> hell into Nirvana, and this like Soundgarden. You know Sound oh, it's got a long history. Oh, I was, uh, I was really into Nirvana. And then I grew out of my grunge phase, and then like I, I had no a... longer into Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we're in 1995. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's still not born. But I didn't. I wasn't even listening to like what, like, like this, like pop punk. I was even an afterthought. Like what we consider pop punk now, I guess, until like maybe eight years. Or well, even then, it was still like the Warpour was only just starting to get its start back. Yeah, then. it wasn't and, like, dead. A lot of the bands weren't really like it wasn't the. Well, hot there were a lot thing, of bands right? like yeah, yeah, totally, oh. and uh, like like Panic was getting big. Uh, Fall Out Boy was mm-hmm. another one. Um, you know, everyone knows this, but like, um, yeah. Right now, it's definitely like the story so far are my heroes, Knuckle Puck, Strash Chance. Strash are my heroes right now, honestly. I yeah. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. I really like trash work. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, hear it, too. Like, yeah. in your, just, like, your... I'm trying. Mm-hmm. And Cold Front. Yeah. Actually, Cold Front's another band that Cold I Front is love Cold Front. Yeah. Also a great band to play with. Yeah. Mm. Their new shit is really growing on me. Tom, oh, like I, like I, like I started I actually finally listening to it. Tom, was it when we played with them Tom last year with Seaway, they so. put on an amazing show. Like New Seaway, too. I, oh, man. The new Seaway album is also growing on me. Yeah. I didn't like it at first, but it's. Opened up for them twice last year, and both experiences. Love them. Seaway or Colfan? Seaway. Oh, I've opened up for Cold Front twice too. But. We just we just played uh, with Seaway, so that was our first like yep. big show. I was actually gonna That's say, yeah. how was your recent show with Seaway and the insane. Almighty Silverstein? It was yes. insane. Legends. It was yeah. It was huge. I don't know. It was the biggest show I've ever played. Same. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was so, yeah. biggest show I played. As well. It was like, cool. We. I don't know. It's a nice venue, nice sound, lots of people, like huge bands. Like I mean, the the first video that we dropped, the Good Things video, I was yeah. wearing a Seaway T-shirt. That was nearly a year ago, mm-hmm. and it was like now we're playing with them. So like for me, that was a huge like wow, you know, like twelve months later, and now with us, sort of thing. Like, it was it was really nice, mm-hmm. good experience, great show, and and hopefully we'll be you know, playing some bigger shows again. Hopefully. Hopefully, when they come around again, hopefully they give you a shout. Mm. Would be nice. Alright, I think we've been going for quite a while now, so maybe it's about time to wrap this up. Alright, I think we should... So sad, man. (laughs) (laughs) No worries, we can always save more for another time, right? You guys have more music and you'll gain more stories. For sure. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you. All right, I want to give a big thank you to Fraser, Nick, and Chris from Chief State for not only joining me, but giving me the time to interview them and let you guys know just exactly who Chief State is and what they're all about. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, you can find Chief State on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find their music on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp. You can maybe go pick up one of their sexy band calendars to keep you on track through your 2018 and keep you a little entertained. You can find that at pretty much all their social media. You can find the links, and I highly suggest you do. I also want to take a quick moment to thank you guys, the listeners of the Desert Tiger Podcast, because once again, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this, and you know that, so thank you so much. Wherever you guys are, whether it's in Canada, America, Germany, anywhere in the UK, if you guys are in Asia, we've got listeners from around the world, and we are so thankful that you guys tune in to us. It means so much, so thank you for hitting that subscribe button, thank you for rating and reviewing the show, and if you haven't already, hopefully you will, because we love bringing you entertaining interviews every single week. Next week on the show, we're getting down and crazy with our very wild Christmas special. We are having our special guest, The Wild. That's right, the Canadian rock and roll bad boys are going to be joining me to talk a little bit about the holidays and all things The Wild. So don't miss that one. Get your eggnog and your rum ready. 
sit near a fire next Thursday and put that on because it's definitely going to be a good one. Before we go, you know, I got to let you off with a little bit of motivation, a little bit of a quote, something to get you rocking and rolling from your Thursday into your weekend and beyond. So this one comes from Henry Ford. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. So what does that mean? That means that when things are working against you, that when you're facing adversity, don't give up because that's going to make you stronger and that's going to make you better. And you don't know what you're going to be able to achieve after that. So get out there, set your goals and achieve my friends. Have yourself a great day.
Desert Tiger Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for listening.